Good morning, beautiful people. And I know you might be wondering, oh my God, am I waking up again? Yes, you are. But don't worry. You're blessed with another wonderful episode of Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by the OG, Aaron, and of course, yours truly, JoJo. Gonna cook this shit up because we got some shit to get into. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, my boy Cameron, you a bitch. Told you I was finna expose your ass. You know, I'm coming out right out the bat. But uh, yeah, we finna get into the good shit. Uh, you were just talking about, we got some shit to talk about. So, you trying to get into that? Or are you trying to get into something else real quick? Well, um, uh, for those listeners, you might notice uh, that I didn't do an episode last week. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just because, you know, I had some stuff to take care of. You know, first off, um, got the car back. Uh, yeah, had to make sure I had a vehicle, got my car back, ran me a pretty penny, but that's okay. You know, fuck it. We ball, um, had to do that. Worked on the new year's merch, which got the sample in yesterday. Yep. Um, those, uh, from what I understand from the people that have seen them, big fan. They like they like the design. Got got a new item as well that will be going on sale starting in twenty twenty four, maybe a week before. We'll see. Um, and uh, why is my phone going off? Let's see here. Anyway, um, got a new item. That I uh, that has not been uh, for sale before will be uh, will be on the website to purchase starting at the new year, which is coming up, you know. So going into the Kobe year 2024. And uh, yeah, but first I want I had to, you know, I. I was going to do the episode by myself, but then I realized that I have some opinionated people in my group chat that might (laughs) want to hop on this subject. So have you seen what has been going on at Sherman High School? No. Do you have any idea of what happened and why they made insider news this morning on CNN? No. You have no idea? No. Oh, Okay. So this happened about a week ago. So let me make sure I'm not going to say any. I'm not going to say, hey, Colby, we're uh, looks like Colby's muted. Anyway, he'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. So, Jordan, to catch you up. So I'm not going to mention any, any last names in this. But so on October 24th, Sherman High School. Uh, had auditions for the play Oklahoma. If you don't know what that is, look it up. They've been, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the play Oklahoma has been circulating around theaters since, oh, the 1940s. Pretty sure that play's almost 80 years old or a little bit past 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, they're doing that play at Sherman High School. A 17-year-old transgender man named Max, I believe that's his name, make sure, 
if I'm getting it wrong, I apologize. Anyway, um, transgender boy, 17 years old, named Max, uh, gets the role for, I'm, I believe it's his, like the, the role's name is like Alex or something, or it starts with an A or something like that. That's besides the point. Got the, got the role of one of the, uh, the men in the play Oklahoma. And Max is a big theater, big theater boy, loves to sing, loves all of it. And on no- on November 4th, the principal and the school call this, this young boy into the office to let him know that under no circumstances will a transgender boy being a birth get you know a, a girl at birth transitioning into a boy can play the role of a man in a play but not only did they say that to him they said it to every single transgender gay lesbian actor in theater at Sherman High School wait you said they pulled him like separately and told him pulled that young boy into the office and said you were born a girl. You can only play girl roles. We don't care. What the fuck? So, this hmm. obviously caused some some traction, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wake up this morning. It is on national fucking TV on CNN on Insider Edition. They're talking. They have the interview of the parents. They have the young boy Max telling, you know, his, you know, what happened. And basically that's what happened. He got the role, loves theater, earned the role because he wasn't physically, you know, physiologically. I can't even fucking talk right now. <laughs> My mouth is dry as fuck and I don't know why. He wasn't born a male. He transitioned into a male. Or transitioning into a male. Because he wasn't born a male. He cannot play that role. But that goes for. Everyone. Now. And Sherman High School. I'm assuming the principal. Is the one that made them put out this statement. Which said. Basically like trying to cover it up. Or sort of like make light of a situation. It's because there's. Sexual. Sexual degrees of whatever in the play Oklahoma, which if I'm not mistaken, I don't now. I could be wrong. I haven't seen Oklahoma in in years, but I not once have ever seen a high school play. High schools do rocker pitch, uh, Rocky pitcher horror show. And that's the most like vile fucked up play of all time. If they can turn that into a high school play, I'm pretty sure you can cut out a couple of sex parts or sexual conduct parts in a play about Oklahoma in the 1920s. Pretty sure you yeah. can do that. Yeah. And that's the yeah. beauty that's the that's the whole that's the beauty of theater and plays. It the renditions. You change up some stuff. You don't do it the same every single time. You do the big key songs, obviously. You got to have to, you know, to do the play, you got to do those. But you change up some stuff. You take some stuff out. I'm sorry. No one in Sherman is going to go watch a, a play about Oklahoma in the 19 in the Great Depression for four hours. 
They're not just they're not going to do it. So you got to cut some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So you know, which I don't care what your beliefs are, whether you know you're pro, you're you know you're you're for the gay community, the trans community, against it, whatever the case. I don't fucking care. It's crazy to me that this happened to this kid when people have been playing, when men have been playing the roles of women and women have been playing the roles of men since the fucking 1500s. Thank you. I was about to say that. It's a, it's a play. You're acting. Who gives a fuck? Like for real, who fucking cares? But as I was telling Jordan Colby, I woke up this morning to see this this story plastered over CNN News in Insider Edition, and I'm like, oh shit, Sherman High School's done fucked up. They done got on the map for the wrong reasons. Mm-mm. So much so that when I pulled up to the gym today, you've been to the gym. You know it's across the street from the gym, right? The Sherman ISD building, the Sherman Independent School District building where they have board meetings and other types of school meeting activities, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know what was in front of the SISD building when I pulled up to the gym? What was in front of it? About fucking 300 to 400 people chanting and protesting in honor of Max. Yelling that's, and cursing at the principal who did this to this kid. That's fire. <laughs> that's fire. I pulled up and I went, there's no way this is what I think it's for. So I wrote my window down just to listen. And it was. And I was like, damn. That's crazy. I get on hey, Twitter. Salute. First thing that pops up. You know how like on Instagram you have like the, the, the news feed little stories? It's on Snapchat. <laughs> Mm. Somehow or another, this has become national news. So, Sherman Dunn's got on Sherman Dunn got on the map for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but it's crazy to me that they kicked this this kid, this child, and he's seventeen, out basically out of the play. Or he's uh, the, well, the play's been postponed until like early January, I think, or until this is resolved. Which there's only one way. I, th- I think they did resolve it by res- like giving back the roles. They have to. That's the only way to. That's the only way you resolve this. But yeah. at the same time, it's not because you can just easily say, "Oh, they just gave him gave him the role back because they didn't want to deal with all this." Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be, I think Sherman's principal is cooked. There, there's the, yeah. There's gonna be some consequences. <laughs> I think homie's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely gonna have a uh, something, something. Yeah, shit is crazy. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. If you don't believe being like gay is right, whatever. I don't fucking care. They've been, per, you know, it's acting. At the end of the day, it's it's acting and it's a theater. All of it's fake anyway. It doesn't mm. matter. So what the fuck's the what is the big deal? Just like, just like kids be kids. Have them have fun. Seven, you know, just... seven, 17? Theater is your life and then this happens? That's... That could ruin someone's fucking career choice. 
Right. It's funny because, like, I didn't even know any of this shit was going down until you brought it up. But it's funny that you brought it up today because I was just having a conversation with uh, a kid I went to high school with today because I haven't seen him in a minute. So I was hanging out with him. And I was just talking about, like, all this small town shit. Like, because we were talking about how we needed to travel and go see all these different sites and how different it is culture-wise in all these bigger cities. But I was telling him, I'm like, bro, I grew up in Los Angeles. My entire elementary school, all diverse. Blacks, Asians, Mexicans, whites. Fucking every single race under the sun was at this school. And then, you know, I moved to Texas and then into the small town. And then for some fucking odd reason, in every single small town, there's just this stigma that you have to follow this fucking tradition. And it's just, it's an endless cycle. And then, like, for shit like this, times is changing. Times is changing now. It's not changing soon, next week, tomorrow. No, it's changing now. So the fact that all of this is going too quickly, people around here don't fuck with it because it's new and they don't understand it. And what they assume is that every fucking person who has that title, oh, I'm transgender, I'm LGBTQ, this, they think that, oh, these motherfuckers are about to bite me and turn me into one of them. No, that's not it. These niggas are just labeling themselves because that's what this generation does. And this fucking, I don't know if it's the generational divide that's our biggest issue, or if it's just the fact that because we're so sheltered, or I say we, but because some people are so sheltered to the fact that they are so, so resistant to letting that change in. Because I, I can wholeheartedly say I know people who are like, oh, if I see a transgender, I'm going to whoop his ass. Like, for what? For real. Why? What, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what the fuck does a transgender do to you to make you so angry? I agree. And that... The, like the stigma that all with all the gay shit back in the day, like don't get me wrong, I'll say oh that's gay or that this shit gay as fuck any day of the week, but it's not like a derogatory term. It's just some I be I be saying like it's dumb as fuck. You know what I mean? But I'm never gonna I'm never gonna hear that somebody is gay and be like oh don't come around me no more you fucking weirdo that's that's fucking weird. No, if you're gay that's fucking cool. I know gay dudes, like, in my family, throughout life, meeting them, and it's fine. Some gay dudes are even pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But when niggas start closing themselves off and start being so fucking hateful towards the, towards the fucking group of people, you got, you got that shit dead. That shit is for the birds, man. No, that shit is what's crazy. So I watched the interview that this kid had on Insider Edition or on Insider News or whatever it's called. I watched uh, I watched his interview, and he said that this is the first. He's a senior, by the way. He said this is the first time in his whole high school career, in his whole life, that he's ever had a, an issue with it. Like no one cares. Like he said, the the theater teacher lets him. When they do when they do run throughs and all that stuff, wear the clothing that makes him feel comfortable. He's never had a problem ever, but out of nowhere, this new principal. Because I think it's a new principal. 
out of nowhere, this principal caught wind that the role went to a transgender kid and he was like, "Uh uh-uh, not here. Like, my guy. It's fucking theater. Yeah. It's theater. Wipe away your, your, even if you do think being trans is wrong, whatever. At the end of the day, it's a play. It's, you're acting, it's fake. You're, you're doing, you're doing a rendition of something that's been done for 80 years. There's no reason. And then whenever the kid said that he got sort of singled out and then the principal went back and told all of the trans kids and all the gay kids that whatever, like whatever, basically whatever you were born as is the role you have to play. That shit is wild to me. That's sh- like, it's that shit is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. No, but one thing I can't stand, bro. Cause it's one thing to tell a motherfucker that they can't exert their beliefs about something. But it's another thing to fucking look at a kid and tell him what he believes in or what she believes in is wrong. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, they haven't even graduated. And they're about to get fucked by life, by the government, by the system. And you're telling me before they even get a chance to even, you know, get ready for that, you're going to go up to that little kid and say, hey, you believe in this wholeheartedly and you love this so much? Fuck you. Who? Who who the fuck does that? Like, who in the right mindset wakes up in the morning and goes, I'm about to make this <laughs> I'm about to kid's ruin the, life. I'm about to ruin these kids' Hell. lives today. Yo, hold up. Let me cook. No, nigga. You didn't even put seasoning in that shit, my nigga. That shit is crazy. Nobody... Nobody should even nobody lets you in the kitchen. You just broke in. Mm. That's just that shit's heinous. That shit is actually. Check like this. Check like this, right? Okay. So, back in the day, segregation was one of the key factors in the U.S. separating whites and blacks. You had white schools. You had black schools. You had white water water fountains. Black water fountains, bathrooms, pretty much everything under the sun was divided. Mm-hmm. So then, when integration started coming around, just like when people started integrating gay shit, you know, of course people had a problem. People had an issue with it. But the only way that shit was able to come to fruition were for the fucking selective few who actually took the time and said, huh. Maybe, you know, I should take the time and do the research or what what Jay may say, do do your homework mm-hmm. about about the subject. It, may, it might not be that bad. I might not be it, you know, as timid or scared of, about it. And that's that, I feel like that's what it is a lot of the times. So is that knowledge. Yeah, like people are so like like back to being that sheltered shit. People don't want to go out and look the shit up. They don't want to know. They don't want to waste their time with it. And so then when they're brought into the situation or into that setting, they start tweaking the fuck out. They, they just want life to stay the way that it always been for them. Exactly. That, and they just want to stay comfortable, which is it just cuts off 
everybody else who is living in the modern world, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's a honestly disgusting mindset that uh it's been plaguing you know, the South for forever, you know. But Yeah. And it's I feel like like shit like this is kind of like it stems from like that that racist mindset is that like a lot of people question like how racism 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 god damn i can't talk it's still around but you got to understand that that is a mindset that people are believing in their entire lives you have parents that have learned it from their parents that have learned it from their parents mm -hmm. and now they have their kids who are teaching it to their kids who are teaching it to their kids it's it's a whole thing so there's, you know, you you go about your life, and I guarantee you, in this principal's household, when he was growing up, his parents made him go to church uh -oh. and learn the Bible. Hey, now we have breaking news. Okay, <laughs> we have breaking news about the play at Sherman High School. Oh fuck! Okay, this was just posted. The Sherman ISD Board of Trustees met on Monday night amid controversy surrounding decisions the district made about their theater program. After 65 people took to the podium to address the board, trustee members met in a closed meeting with their attorney, smart, to discuss the theater program. <laughs> Following the closed meeting, a board member put forward the motion to reinstate the original version and cast of the production as it was before the gender rule was created. I forgot to mention that. They cut this kid from the play, and then to sort of cover their ass, they made this, like, new gender rule saying it's always been a thing. They just never talked about it. Huh? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, the board, you, uh, following the closed meeting, a board member put forward the motion to reinstate the original version and cast of the production as it was before the gender rule was created. The board unanimously voted to pass the motion. Last week, the district announced a new rule it would implement in Sherman High School's upcoming musical, Oklahoma, where students could only play roles that match their birth gender. This led nearly 20 students to lose their roles, including a transgender male, Max Hightower. On Friday, the district released an additional statement retracting the gender role for production, but said it would switch to a more age-appropriate version of Oklahoma. Like I said, you just change up some shit and don't have, you don't have a problem. One of the people who took to the stand in Monday's meeting to address the board was Philip, the father of Max. This decision by Sherman ISD Superintendent Dr. Tyson Bennett that he made ultimately without the school board's input had crushed all of these young kids. Many expressed that the new version of the musical may be intended for a much younger cast. This new version is described on the script website of Concord Theatrics as being, quote, for the pre-high school students with content edited for shorter attention spans, unquote. Others said the new version also has much shorter and removes many of the students' roles altogether. The students do not need a dumbed-down production. They do not need to audition again. One theater student sat in the audience listening to each person who addressed the board. Max, the transgender male at the center of the whole controversy, nobody stood up in, op in opposition. Max said, nobody did anything like hateful against me. Thanks for the support. Uh, thank you for the support. And hopefully it'll be enough to put him and his castmates back out into the spotlight and back on the Bearcat stage. I'm hoping that things can change for the better. 
Max's faith would prove to be true. Things did change. The board also called a special meeting to be held at Sherman ISD support building at Friday on Friday at noon with legal present to f- discuss further issues. They're going to fire his ass. They're going to fire the fucking principal. Damn. They're going to get fired and Max got the rollback. Let's go fucking Max. But it's I like, might have to slide to the play. But still, though, like, they took away a bunch of roles, you know, from this new version of play they can be doing. I mean, that's that's some bullshit right there. Yeah, no, I know? agree. They should just honestly reinstate the previous play with all the roles, everything back, you know, as it was before. Yeah, no, I but, just... Yeah. But this is a, it's a small little step. Small little step. Shout out Max getting the roll back. I fuck with Shout it. Out. Shout out Max. Hope you hope you kill that. Hope you kill coming, that play. Coming coming up. Coming up. Not really, but like, you know, you got the roll back that you that you earned. You earned the roll. Hey, and could get some eyes. You know, say Max wants to do this. Yo, for real. For a career. For got real. The eyes. Got the whole world on you on you now. That's so a the world the world is your oyster. Could be a positive. It could be a positive. That shit's crazy that this shit happened at Sherman High School. I would have never thought in in a million years that Sherman would be at the center of a transgender controversy. <laughs> but then when you really think about it, Sherman being Sherman, it would be the one to, you know, have a controversy around some stupid shit. Yeah, of course. No. Shit cracked me up though. Oh, my no brother, my my guy. It's Oklahoma. What is Oklahoma? What is Oklahoma I, about? The only reason I know Oklahoma is because they had it on. Uh, Euphoria? Yeah. Oklahoma is the yeah. first musical written by the duo of Rodgers and Hammerstein. The musical yeah. is based uh, on Lynn Riggs' 1931 play, Green Grows the Lilacs. I don't want to know. What is the story of the play of Oklahoma? The musical is based on Lynn Riggs' 1931 play, Green Grow Like. Green Grow, the Lilacs, set in a farm country outside of the town of Claremore, Indian Territory in 1906. It tells the story of a farm girl, Lori Williams, and her courtship by two rival suitors, cowboy Curly McLean and the sinister and frightening farmhand Judd Fry. Okay, then. Doesn't tell me shit, but all right. Mm. I'm not going to rewatch it, but sounds boring. Why don't they do a cool Yo. play? Why don't they do something cool? So, I didn't know, actually, because I haven't really done a lot of research about it. But I didn't know that Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, had transferred from ASU. And yep. I just saw a video recently that popped up. And it was when he had just first gotten to the transfer portal to head to LSU. And people, the players from ASU, had gone into his locker and started clearing that shit out. And niggas were videoing that shit, talking about, yeah, that nigga ass anyway. And posted it on Instagram stories. And there was a lot of controversy about if that that, uh, was going to bring a lot of backlash towards uh, the athletic program. I would like... To wholeheartedly say, 
That nigga is a dog. I didn't watch that game, so uh he's a, he's yeah. a he's a dog. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so um, I couldn't tell you. So so peep game, right? So two weeks ago I just thought that me and my pops were just going to tailgate. He brought he has the R V already down there. We have the setup. My uncle was part, or not my uncle, another cousin was parking next to us. Well, then we do that. We get there and we're chilling for like two days before the game. And then, like the day before, find out we have tickets to go in the game. Cool. Dandy. That's awesome. Then, day of the game, find out that I'm somehow related to the husband. Of the head athletic athletic trainer department. I don't fucking know. Athletic trainer department. Well, I don't know. Director. Big lady, right? Big boss lady. Gets his fucking field passes. Mm. Losing losing my mind. My fucking mind is blown. <laughs> then the game starts. This boy. My okay, first of all, first of all. This really made me. This really made me question. Like, maybe the debt, the student debt, wouldn't be as bad, or I really wouldn't think about it as much if I just came and walked on. Because I promise you, watching watching the defense play on Saturday night, I was like, nigga, I could play, bro. I still got it in me. <laughs> Yo, like, give me some cleats and some pads, nigga. Let me save you. <laughs> Let me help you. Because fuck, man. I mean, this shit was embarrassing. But, nah, my man Jane Daniels, he straight up ran. He ran that shit. He threw that bitch, and he was going to work. But, yeah, the only thing that really kills other students is goddamn defense. But I would recommend to anybody in the Baton Rouge area to always, or not to always, but if you catch the LSU game, go tailgating. It is a different ecosystem in itself. Um, also, stop by Tigerland and mm. make sure that, uh, that there's something special going on. Because apparently, frequently, that um, Shaq or the O'Neal kids go there. Shaq makes uh, frequent appearances at the bar to DJ. And I thought I thought he was just going to like DJ Afro beats. Nah, this nigga does rave. Yeah, demo. He, he goes yeah, crazy. Shaq man. goes nuts. Yo, yo, he goes insane. Insane. That was a that was a fucking hell of an experience. Then, um, oh yeah, I also found out because I you know I don't really like to drink. I haven't really found my shit, even though I kind of need to because my twenty first birthday is in like two months. I already know where this but, is going. <laughs> yo, yo, went to brunch with my cousin. Yo, you're about to talk about fucking mimosas, aren't you? <laughs> Bottomless mimosas, nigga. Yo, fuck them up. I absolutely shredded them bitches. Yo, pomegranate, passion fruit, rose, 
What else? <laughs> Regular mimosas. Fucking. You got the Yo, you got the mom- alcohol taste bever- taste buds of a middle aged woman. Yo. <laughs> Yo, give me a good book and a mimosa, nigga. I'm going to town. Oh, yeah, like fucking long walks on the beach, bro. Oh, Shit, God. let me let me let me get into wine and it's fucking over, bro. I'll settle down <laughs> tomorrow. I, I knew exactly what you were about to say because I remember your Snapchat yeah. video of the mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he asked me, he's like, "You trying to go to brunch?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm down." Like it's a, it was his girl's birthday, and we go, <sighs> so and he's like, funny. "Oh." We're getting bottomless mimosas. You drinking? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't really drink. And he's like, come on, bro. He's like, because I'm down here. Oh, like, all right, bro. All right. So then, yeah. We, at first, first round, we do regular. And then he's like, bro, you got to try the flavored ones. Huh? Flavored? What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, trust, bro. Get, get a flavor. Yo, that first flavor? Down. Like that. I was like, all right, I'm in, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. And the best thing is, like, because, like, we knew, apparently we knew the server because he was friends with um, my cousin's old roommate. Bottomless mimosas. He ain't, he ain't asked for no credentials. We ain't, we ain't tell him nothing. So we just ordered more, and then we drank, and then we ate left. I was feeling great. I was feeling great. That's fucking funny. That, that also made the tailgating experience a lot better. Some champagne and orange juice, and Jordan is just fine. Yo, yeah, I, I'll tear up the town, bro. Some champagne and OJ. That man Jordan is living life. Yo, you give me, you give me some fucking, bro. You give me some goddamn passion fruit and some champagne, bro. Yo, the Avengers ain't going to give me the act right, bro. I you promise know, you. You know, speaking of mimosas, <laughs> the last time I had a mimosa, I was in Vegas for my birthday, and the mimosa that I got, it was free because it was my birthday, but it was the size of, uh, let's, what's a good, what's a good, what's a good description? Okay, so you know how, like, how, you know the shape of a mimosa glass? It's a champagne glass, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the cup, the little, where you pour the drink, the stem, and it has the flat bottom. Like a skinny wine glass, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay, so imagine a wine glass, how, you know, it's a little thicker around the top, you know? Uh-huh. Stretch that out. Here's a good. Here's a good way to put it. Take a gallon of milk and cut the top off of it and put a stem and a flat bottom on it. Mm. That's the size of the mimosa I got whenever I was in Vegas for my birthday. And they just give them to you. They don't care. Yeah. They just yeah. give them to you. They don't give they don't give a hoot or a holler. Oh, that's a, what I'm doing in January, best believe. Don't give a fuck. Best believe. <laughs> yeah. I finally made it with my mind. That's what I'm doing for my 21st. There's mimosas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not only mimosas, but mimosas in Vegas. Mimosas in Vegas. In Vegas. That's I don't awesome. know what I'm going to do down there, but fuck it. That's a very middle-aged sentence. <laughs> my, cousin, uh, my cousin was telling me to hit up. I got to hit up all the bars or the clubs. 
And I was like, eh, fuck it, come on. Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. It's, uh... Yeah, it's alright. Vegas is a funny yeah. place. You'll, you'll, you'll see. Vegas is a funny place. I'm trying to hook it with a MILF. That's all I know. That's crazy. All right. That's, that's on the agenda. Either that, either that or a threesome. That's, yo. Those are two, that's, those are two cannot, wild things to want you to need do. A, you need to understand Aaron and Kobe. Aaron, Aaron, Kobe. I need you to understand. I'm not leaving without one of those things being knocked down. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not coming back home. Unless I knock down a MILF or two bitches at the same time. I promise you. I promise you. That's crazy. That That's... the episode the episode of me coming back is gonna be <laughs> I was almost about to say the R word, but you know, oh, it's about to be That'd be crazy. Yeah, it's about to be stinky, bro. Oh stinky. It's gonna be mm-hmm. stinky. Oh <laughs> well, damn. It's gonna be stinky. Yeah. Well uh Oh, also, well, fun fact, uh, over the weekend, this has nothing to do with, just for some reason, Vegas, and you talking about Vegas reminded me of this. Over the weekend, I, you know, we didn't we didn't go do anything as like a collective group. We didn't go to Choctaw, none of that stuff. So, but Friday night, I get a, a phone call from my friend Ray, someone who I haven't talked to in a while. Like, I talk to him every now and then, but it's a very, you know, I haven't done anything with him in a very long time. And he calls me and he goes, what are you doing tonight? I go, I'm probably going to sit at home and play the new Call of Duty. He goes, if me and Peyton go out, would you want to go? I'm like, oh, sure. Well, I don't care. Why not? I'm not driving. There's three of us and my car holds two people. So, yeah, I'll ride. So he goes, all right, let me give him a call. Calls back. 8.45, he goes, Peyton said he's he'll be ready at 9. Can you do it? And I went, yeah, that's cool. Let me change real quick. Hop in the shower, blah, 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 whatever. Five-minute shower. Five minutes to put on some clothes. You know, just I throw on pants. It was a little chilly. Throw on some pants, a hoodie, some shoes. I'm good to go. And I get in the car with them. And uh, I crack open a Twisted tea. I'm just sitting in the back seat, just chilling. And I was like, where are we going? And they go, we're going to this place called Electric Cowboy. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this pl- Never heard of this place before. So we get there. And I go inside. I hear the music. And I'm like, okay. Music's not terrible from the outside, at least. Blah, 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 whatever. Jordan, when I tell you I walked inside and it's like Red River it's like the target version of Red of Red River. It's like it's like smaller. It's like smaller, but like high classier. It's like smaller, but like it's like smaller, but like there's better people and the music's a little better, but it's not as packed. And I was like, well, this is like the music's better, but this place still fucking sucks. Like this is ass. So about ten minutes of me complaining, we leave. <laughs> we get in the car. And I'm like, where are we going now? It's only like 10.30, 10.45. I'm like, where are we going now? So Peyton goes, let's go to Red River. And I went, I'll take a fucking Uber home. I don't care. I will, I'm not going to I'm not going to Red River Junior and Red River Senior in the same night. I'm, it's not happening. Yeah. He's like, well, there's not many places to go. You want to go to the stockyards? And I went, Nigma, it is 10 o'clock. 
We will not get there until 1130. And it's an hour and a half drive back. Absolutely not. Jesus. Absolutely not. And he's like, well, there's not too many places to go. I'm like, we can go to Fry Street. My friend Garrett's working. We can get in for free. And he was like, no, they don't play country music. And I went, no one <laughs> likes country music. Like, I love some Luke Combs, but I don't want to two-step for 45 minutes. Yeah, no. So then I'm like, let me call Jalen. Because months ago, Jalen called me about a certain place. I forgot the name of it at the time. But she called me about a place and asking if she was able to get in. And I was like, I don't think so because you're not 21 yet, but I'm not sure. But for some reason, at the moment in time over the weekend, I couldn't remember the name of this place. All I could remember is that it was across the street from the Star in Frisco. And so that's where we ended up going. And then we got there, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's called Concrete Cowboy. Now, Concrete Cowboy is like the even smaller version of the small Red River, but for only rap music. Huh. And they have like sections and bottle service and good music and it's cool, right? So we get there, we walk inside, it's smoky probably from all the dickheads vaping their, you know, Willy Wonka chocolate bar vapes. And walk in, I go to the bathroom, the giant fucking 6'5 black dude in the bathroom just standing there. I use the bathroom, I wash my hands. He rips some paper towels and he goes, here you go, sir. And I was like, oh, you're one of those. Okay, got it. This is where I'm at. So we go and we walk and we're walking around. This place is packed, like packed, 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 going crazy. There's a, I don't know, a group of 10 in the back corner in one of the sections, like a little booth that you can like rent out for however much money and you get like bottle service and they bring a big ass sign over with like sparklers and shit and celebrate you for like, you know, four minutes. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's a very club atmosphere. You know, when you think of someone renting a section in a club, this is like the, the spot. This is what it looks like. I'm just sitting there bobbing my head to music, blah, 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 whatever. I believe the song Mo Bamba came on and that place erupted. Uh-oh. So much to the point where I almost got a headache. So I step outside for a minute. Wow. Sort of sucks because also outside there's more speakers. So it's still loud. Same. So I go back inside and a waitress, one of the girls, one of the bottle service girls, comes over and she looks at me and she goes, NYMP, I I know that podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, do you, do you listen to it? And I was like. I, at this point, I'm just like, yeah, I'll go along with it. I'm like, yeah, I listened to it. And she goes, yeah, no, I, I've been listening to it for like a year now. And I was like, oh, I'll let him know. And she goes, do you know the guy, the Aaron guy? And I went, I am the Aaron guy. And she goes, you're lying. And I went, okay, um, no, I don't know how to argue that. Like, I've, I've never been told I'm not who I am. <laughs> so... I pulled my ID out and I showed her and she goes, Oh my gosh, blah, blah, whatever. I like the podcast, blah, blah, whatever goes to her, like her bag. That's like behind the bar counter and pulls out one of the, one oh. of the, one of the fucking fall hoodies. And I'm like, Oh, dope. Cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
And then she goes, do you want a section? And I went, do I get to sit down? Cause I'm tired of fucking standing here. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Why not? So she then proceeds to show me Ray and Peyton to this section, like right next, like right in the midst of all the craziness. And she closed off the ropes and we just got to sit there for the rest of the night and enjoy the the party extremities. And then whenever nice. we wanted to leave, I was, uh, we left and I was like, uh, thank you. I think her name is Cassidy. So shout out Cassidy for that. That was dope. But she goes, whenever you and you know, your friends, like the people that have been on the episodes, if y'all ever want to come back, uh, just let me know. And uh, I'll tell you when I'm working and you know, I'll, I'll hook you up again. And I was like, Oh, sick. Thanks. So, uh, shout out Cassidy. You're a real one. Probably won't be back anytime yeah, soon, sure. but like, that's dope. <laughs> Fire itself. That's gas. Shout out to Cassidy. For real. For real. Because I was tired of fucking standing and getting bumped every two seconds. Yeah, that's how it was at that fucking, at that shack shit, bro. Motherfuckers were doing the most. Oh, yo. So, like, we was, me, my cousin, and his girl, we had, the like, the front row. So, it was set up. Oh my god, I'm about to get into too much shit. I'm trying not to open this can of worms. So, I'm going to talk about the setup first. So, we got general admission. So, there's VIP, general admission. VIP is 150, general is 50. Then we get there. Come to find out that we're blocked off, right? So, general admission has black, a black gate, a thick-ass black gate, separating mm-hmm. them from VIP. VIP is like a quarter of the left side, not even like kind of on the stage, but like barely. There's a set of stands in the VIP and they're connected to the bar. Then for some odd fucking reason, there's a whole like probably, I wanna say like 80% of like the front section of like in front of the stage is all blocked off for like a fucking frat house. <laughs> and so like you can see these all like all these little fucking kids. They, and they all look young as fuck. They all look young as fuck. They all bring in like these little fucking spring bing ass girls and shit with no ass and titties and it's just it's so it's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre <laughs> scene, right? <laughs> so it pisses me off because mind you, they, they, there's there's so much fucking room Behind the frat kids, it pisses me off. There's probably like a solid 20 yards of empty space in between the general admission and the frat kids that they just have blocked off. So we're we're fucking standing in that tiny-ass little section in the back while everybody's trying to push. Everybody's pushing forward for some reason. (laughs) And so this dude is behind me. And I guess he had his hands down, and when they were moving, they were touching my cousin's girl's ass, right? Damn. So she turns around, Ooh. and she asks him. She goes, hey, can you just watch your hands, please? She didn't come off aggressive. She said, he, she even said, please. And he's like, nah, nah, I, like, I wasn't even touching you. And she's like, well, I can, I can feel somebody touching me, and I think it's you. Can you just watch it? And he looks at her, and he says, shut up. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what? Yo. 
My cousin said, bro, you like, hey, just chill out, nigga. I turned around and I stared this nigga in his soul. I could have, bro, if I had heat vision, this nigga would have melted, bro. I I gazed upon this nigga with just the most, like, hatred to, like, the 10th degree. I was finna just stomp on this nigga. Like, the thing about me is she came at you not even aggressive at all. She was being polite in my in my eyes. Too polite. And you looked at her and you said, shut up. And my cousin was being chill. And he's like, come on, bro. Like, she wasn't even being rude about it. Like, she was just trying to make sure you understood. Like, she don't want to do that. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I understand. I get you. But one thing about me in that situation is that, yeah, I understand it's me and my cousin. And... In my eyes, we we in a big city, a big setting, right? There's hella people. I don't give a fuck who you came with. You could have came with probably 30% of the people in the crowd. Probably 80 niggas around. Like, you could have came with a whole clique of niggas. I don't give a fuck. Nobody is going to reach you in time to get me off of you. You fucking ugly nigga. Don't you ever disrespect anybody I know again. In my fucking life, I swear to God, I will stomp you where you stand. This has nothing to do with what you were just talking about. Have you ever wondered how a gay wedding works? Uh, I never thought about that. I went to my cousin's. She was a she's a lesbian. Okay, see, okay, now we're getting somewhere because I have I just saw I saw some pictures and it it made me think. Now it was. The NYMP has nothing normal. against the LGBTQ community. I'm all for it. Support it. Shout out my shout out my 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 Nigma Max. Go Oklahoma. Anyway, have you ever noticed how at a lesbian wedding or okay, sorry. Cancel that. Scratch that. Wheel it, wheel it, wheel it. A man like a gay men's wedding. What do the men wear? Suits. Suits, right? Tuxedos. Tuxedos, suits, right? Groom and groom. Mm -hmm. Why at like some gay, like lesbian weddings, do both of the women wear dresses? But sometimes one wears a dress and the other wears a suit. But you never see a guy in a dress at a gay man wedding. Well, it's because I guess they're not feminine. They're not feminine enough to do it. Because, like, in in a lesbian case, because I was a part of one. My cousin was the one wearing the tux, and she was marrying a girl in a dress. Because she was obviously the butch. Yeah, yeah. In in a in a gay relationship, there's not really one that's like a fucking, you know, but a Barbie. Some, but sometimes there is though, and they still wear then, suits. I don't fucking know. I, just, I guess it's preference. I just, I just, I was saw, I was on, Insta, scrolling through Instagram, and the very first thing I popped popped up was this girl I used to work with at Starbucks. She got married, and she married her fiance woman, and her fiance was, I, I'm guessing like the 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 guy the butchier version of a woman, and was rocking a suit. And this girl I know was wearing a dress, and I was like, huh, I've never seen a two man uh, wearing uh, and one in a dress before. 
you gotta also think about like some families and shit like that like some people are gonna invite their grandparents and shit so you know like your parents are gonna you can't have grandma jones out there you can't have grandma jones out there passing out because you're getting married yeah (laughs) yeah i'm I'm out here wearing like a full dress and yeah all that shit yeah like i guess that makes sense a lot of people like parents are like hey can i understand you know you like dick and all but like can we chill out on this even though it's your day like i ain't trying to have my my mom have a heart attack he's like not today sis i'm wearing that fucking dress ma that'd be hard (laughs) that'd be hard you gotta hit him with that that miles morales shit nah i'm gonna do my (laughs) own thing i'm gonna do my own thing speaking of miles morales Jordan, I be hitting my mom every day, bro. You've been, you've been, you've played the game, right? I finished it, yeah, in, okay, uh, cool. pretty fast. Am I the only one that hate, like, doesn't like a lot of the Miles suits in that game? Yes, you are not the only one. Okay, cool. That shit is actually atrocious. Like, it's actually down bad. Peter Parker has some great suits in there. Miles does not. First of all, first of all, help me understand help me piece it together help me come to grasp with how the fuck right in miles morales is my nigga gonna have a clean ass buzz cut right and then in spider-man 2 this nigga gonna come out with what is this halfway dreads yeah nigga having dreads parted to the side and you're telling me you're telling me i gotta live with that Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because first of all, first of all, you got to understand, this isn't just a black Spider-Man. This is the black Spider-Man. I understand he's a teenager. He's cool. He's hip. But dude, give him twist. Give him real fucking dreads. Give him braids at that yeah. point. Why is that? I couldn't give a fuck. Why does his hair look like the uh, the Killmonger dreads? That's exactly Yo, like, what they what look the, like. What the fuck? Yo, and then and then and then fucking the the last suit of the game? It's ass. Where his hair you're is just popping that, out. You, you, you're telling me I can't change it? Yeah, that shit is Yo, terrible. Oh, peep game. Peep game. The Adidas. With, Yo, with them big Yo, ass, with and, them big ass and, bricks and, on his feet. Oh my god. Yo, yo, what the? Okay, first of all, first of all, I get it. I get it. You're sponsored. You gotta have your little, you know, your little sponsorship here and there. Miles, in every movie he's been in, has had a clean pair of forces of Jordans. He's got good shoe game. So why the fuck on every pair of shoes in the game he's wearing is either Tim's or fucking Adidas? You know what's confusing about that? So this might stretch from y'all's knowledge. Me being like such a big sneaker person, so it's weird that they chose Adidas as the sponsorship because for Sony, for so many years, has only done Nike partnerships dating all the way back to like 2006 when they did a Kobe Bryant Air Force One. I mean, even the most recent one would be when they did the Travis Scott Jordan One, but the PlayStation edition only like for like PS5 buyers or whatever a couple years ago. So when I saw that they had an, a deal with Adidas, the only thing I can think of is that Adidas paid a crazy, like 
an ungodly amount of money to get that sponsorship deal. Oh yeah, they had to. They had to, but which, but to me seems really stupid because they're about to lose. I think they estimated up towards four billion dollars because of the supply of Yeezys they have that they won't be able to sell. Hope and yeah. they think maybe that this will regain them money, which it will not. But you know, it won't. it's yeah. No, when I noticed that, I was like, "This is this is weird." Because forever they've only done any like anytime Sony's been attached to a shoe or anything has always been Nike. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. Even yeah, Miles Morales in the some... movies, even in Across the Spider Verse and Into the Spider Verse. They released two Jordan 1s for the movie, like in real life. My brother has them. So why would you switch up? If I'm Sony, I just go to Nike and be like, hey, look. Look what we did for you. This is what we offer. Let's just have a mutual, you know, mutual benefactor here. You throw, you give us the, you give us the rights to put a silhouette of a Jordan 1 on Miles Morales. And we'll, you know. Do this. It's not hard. It's not Adidas Adidas had to have paid a crazy amount of money. Like, just crazy amount of money to get that. I, be- I believe it. I like, I want to think a lot of things. A, a lot of the things I noticed about Spider-Man 2 is like, I feel like there was a lot of shit that they didn't finish or a lot of stuff that they didn't, you know, touch up on to improve it but they did release that bitch and it fucking blew up and now they're relying on updates and i'm guessing dlcs to kind of fix up the patchwork but like it's a good game even even, yeah even still it's a fucking great it's game of the year it's fucking game of the year hands down like i i don't know what else is going to beat it but like the sudden the different changes of like mj like, don't get me wrong. I respect my queens. But you're telling me I'm supposed to be fighting the fucking city for her? <laughs> I wouldn't do that in real life. Why the fuck am I pretending to do it now? And don't get me wrong. My boy is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's Peter Parker. You can't hook him up with a bad-looking, like, MJ? Bro, you got him looking like this MJ. This MJ, you can just find a, like, Panera Bread or, like, Ross. You know, I was, the only reason I brought this up is because I was playing it today, like, finishing all, like, the side missions and stuff. And I was playing it and it said like I had some like skill tokens or whatever and I was like oh I've unlocked some stuff let me go ahead and unlock the rest of these suits and I was going I still have like two suits from each of them to unlock but I was going through the catalog for Peter's suits in comparison to Miles suits and Peter's are like don't get me wrong there's nothing like super crazy good about Peter's but just in general Peter's suits are like head and shoulders above what miles gets like miles suits sort of fucking suck like they're not very good like at all 
I was just looking it up. I'm looking it up on at all the suits on IGN right now, and like these are ass. These are actually butt cheeks. Yeah, they uh, they seriously do some work. Um, cause what the fuck? Yeah, like the uh, one of the one of the ones Miles has is that like that Wolverine one. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, I guess it was just like to kind of illustrate that Insomniac is making a Wolverine game next. Well, that's. I mean, I guess. So. Why does he have a Black Panther one then? Yeah, he's got. Yeah, that one kind of confused me because he's got a Black Panther one. Why yeah, the fuck fucking... does he have? Why does he have a symbiote suit? He was never infected by a symbiote. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. Those symbiote suits is clean as fuck though. The mm-hmm. bitches is clean as fuck, I'm but just... I never understood because he doesn't have a symbiote. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't I I truly don't know. They gave all the cool ones to Peter. It's a damn tragedy. Mm. Well, in four Jeez. in four years we'll <laughs> we'll get the third one and <laughs> hopefully I've still yet to still yet to play it. I don't think I will. Hopefully it's a good game, it's just you know, some whack ass suits on there. It's a good game though. I finished it not yeah. too. Long. I finished. I finished it not too long ago, and I hop on every now and then and just do some side missions to a hundred percent it. Mm. It's not a bad game though. It's cool. Cool. Not at all. Cool story. I think Devi finished it today. Last time I talked to him, he was he was pretty close to finishing it. So. <laughs> What's up? Hell of a game. Hell of a story. So, I'm, uh. I was about to say something. My mind just, like, shut off. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to the, um, to Devi's planned Friendsgiving? Fuck, I forgot um, about that one, is it? So, Colby, you said you'd come back when? Well,. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be back. I think on Saturday. Like this Saturday. Yes, I think so. So the 18th. When do you go back? I go back the uh, the 19th. No, not the 19th. Uh, the oh, night. Say the 19th. Uh, the 20th. The 26th. Like that morning. Yeah, I'm leaving that Sunday. Well. That might not work then. Unless we do it Saturday the 25th. Because Debbie, Debbie gets what? off at 7. So we'd have to do it later. Can't do the 25th. Well, I mean, y'all can, but I won't, I won't be there. I'd be at a wedding. Mm. Mm. Tragic. Uh, let, me, let me check my schedule real quick. Yeah, Devi brought up the idea. I figured I'd just go and ask because Devi, I don't get me wrong, I'm not cooking shit. I don't do that. Um, but I will. I I told him, you can do everything else. I'll supply the place uh, <laughs> to do it <laughs> and entertainment. 
And I, I guess I can get Jordan some mimosas. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, I'll sit down and run Madden or 2K or FIFA or whatever with everyone while we just sit there and chill. I'll do that. So I'm down for just a day just chilling. Them and <laughs> Debbie, for some reason, is obsessed with the idea of, of frying a turkey. I don't know why, but like he said, he wanted to. <laughs> so I was like, it doesn't really matter to me, guy. I don't have Thanksgiving, so. Yeah. If he wants to give it a try, I'll, I'll try to make some. I'll I'll sit there and watch him hopefully fuck up a turkey. That shit would be hilarious. Yeah. I'd 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 bring a camera and vlog it. Do us do something. <laughs> I think that shit would be funny. He tries to deep fry turkey in a backyard and the shit blows up. That shit would be funny as fuck. Hey, that, that's something you got to vlog, man. You hey, gotta, that's what I'm saying. I, could, I would. I'm down with that. Hey. I'm always down to watch something explode. We hear boom. For some reason, in oh. my head, I can just. Uh, for some reason, the only image in my head of Devi frying a turkey and him fucking it up is like from old cartoons when something explodes in someone's face and like the top of their hair is like burned off. And since Devi has so much fucking hair, it's just a big ass stripe of bald down the middle. <laughs> For some reason, that's the, what I picture in my head. Oh my God. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh, Oh fuck! I don't know. I'll talk to Debbie tomorrow about it. See what he says. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, gonna be gonna be a good week. But uh, I guess we can cut it there. I do have something to tell y'all, but I can't say it on the episode. So after we end it, I'm gonna stay in here while I upload the episode, so I can tell you what I need to tell you. So, uh, y'all got anything to say before we end it? Uh, you know, uh, Pete Game, Pete Game. Uh, this is for, right, you know, we've, we've been saying it for the past month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, cuffing mm-hmm. season, right? <laughs> you know, I know I know a lot of y'all have been heartbroken in the past, man. I want to say this. Don't let a previous burn stop you from sparking a new flame. Okay, didn't see that coming. Some of y'all need to heal from y'all's past and move on. There's there's someone out there for you right now. Just need to look for it. Or you just might be ugly and you'll never find anybody. I'm joking. Hey, if, I'm that's, joking. if that's the point, hey, that's just unfortunate. Boy, I, I'm yeah, joking. I'm you. joking. I'm joking. No, I'm no joking. game. No game can help you. I'm joking. I'm joking. Truth. You're all beautiful in your own way, just not to me. Some of you are yeah. actually ugly. Um. <laughs> Nah, but some some I kind of caught on to this weekend. You know, uh, I, it was uh, it was part of the whole festival. Is what I like to call it when I'm out. Whenever I'm in new places for a short extended period, I say a short period, a short period of time. But um, you know, I'll be on my bullshit. I'll be in new places, so I'll be acting up. And my cousin introduced me to uh, an old roommate. Uh, his girlfriend's old roommate and like we were sitting there talking and 
like we were in the car and I was trying to spark up a conversation on the way to brunch. And like, I just asked two simple questions and like immediately, like just the vibe I received was like, she wasn't all that interested in the conversation. And like, we just started the conversation. Like, you don't know me. I don't know you. And there ain't no energy. So I'm like, all right. So she just sat there in silence while I, you know, I talked to the other two interesting people in the car. Like, one thing, one thing that I've definitely come to understand is you don't go about begging for attention, especially, especially during cuffing season, because it's it's a crucial time. Mm-hmm. It's a crucial time, and just like my boy said. And this is something that I used to struggle with crucially is taking out my past experiences on the next. And I've sheltered myself to not commit to relationships because I still don't trust women. But, you know, time heals all wounds. And my wounds are all healed. I've sat around and I've looked them long enough. So, you know, I am definitely, I'm definitely not finna go about it as I'm trying to get a fucking woman's attention and I'm sitting there begging for it and I'm on my knees. Oh, please, please look at me, please. No, no. I got my crown on. I keep that bitch on me 24 seven. If you are too ignorant to look up, that's too bad. On to the next. But, that's my two cents. All right, then. Yes, sir. I have one thing to say and one thing to say only, and it's a little bit of a it's a it's a little bit of a an announcement. So for all you fans out there, as you know, we have a we have a merch line, the NYMP merch, right? And we do it all. We got hoodies. We got sweatpants, t-shirts, shorts, sometimes hats if it's if it's necessary. There's a new item being added to the list um, that I'll you know that I'll put pictures of up in the upcoming weeks. But Colby and Jordan, they've seen the New Year's merch. They've seen what it looks like. Dummy, I'm doing something special. So, sort of how, and I'm I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. Not really, but like I'll use that as an excuse. So, for those who have seen the classic Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with the brilliant and late Gene Wilder, may he rest in peace, you know that in that movie, five children or five people across the nation were sent out on a mission to buy a Wonka chocolate bar that had a golden ticket in it. And if you got that golden ticket, you know, you got to go visit the illustrious and elusive Willy Wonka inside of his chocolate factory to see how it works. So in the spirit of the new Wonka movie coming out, I thought it'd be a good idea to do a little something special with the new year's merch. Out of all the New Year's merch 
It's all one color. It's a black hoodie. That's all I'm saying. And it has a design on the front. I'm going to make three of them. I'm going to get three of them. I personally have one myself, but that's because I own it. I can do what the fuck I want. When you order the New Year's merch and you get the golden design, you DM me or Jordan or Colby or whoever's connected to the podcast, a photo of you opening it and like actually having it or just sending proof. You'll receive the rest of the 2024 merch line drops for free. Mm. Three people. If you get the golden merch, you get free 2024 merch early. I'll send them to you early. And you don't have to pay. That's a good ass deal. I'm for the people. I'm for the people. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't hopped on a, a NYMP merch yet, this is the one to hop on. So, three lucky NYMP fans will receive all the merch throughout 2024. And that means, obviously, not the New Year's because you got to buy it to, you know, get it. But starting with Valentine's Day, moving into summer, moving into the second part of summer, moving into the fall. And then moving into the holiday season. That's five drops full of nothing but fresh new NYMP gear slash merch. So if I were you, I would take the chance and spend the $35. Get it? Maybe you open up a package and you see a little gold shimmering on that new 2024 New Year's drop. And you go, oh shit. I did it. God did. God did. But that's all I got to say. I'll see you on Friday with a new episode. Back to regularly scheduled episodes after last week of not having a car and getting all that shit fucked up and fixing everything and designs and all that shit. I'm back. Back to your regularly scheduled program. Tuesday and Fridays. See y'all on Friday.